I know my principal is very focused on making sure that we're connected to our community and she likes to engage with our parents. So like if a parent walks in and I know their child's name, they're like, okay, you know my child. If I live in the North Central neighborhood and I have a four-year-old and I'm assigned to Meadow Heights, I might think, you know what, that's amazing. I love Meadow Heights. But I also might say I'm interested to know more about what this whole Montessori program can offer my child. On the spot. And some families came and they wanted to just talk with the schools and then think about it and afterwards go ahead and maybe put in that transfer request. sort of getting into it before we started recording and and saying you know it, it's barely November but we're already geared up for next year what what was your exact quote Stephanie we're ready let's roll yeah <laughs> we're, we're always a year ahead we're always a year, always ahead. A year ahead and maybe that's like that's sort of what this means to our families mm-hmm. because I think there's a lot of families that sort of they they have that energy, that nervous energy of, am I going to get my kid into my neighborhood school? That's always present. I know I certainly get the emails here at the district office when when a parent wants to know, when's the first day and where do I submit it and what happens? Robin, you're out there at, at schools. Tell us from your perspective, being in a lot of ways the first person these families ever talk to in our school district, what do you hear from parents when they come in wanting to know about registering their kids, what are you hearing from them? Um, one of the biggest things that we typically hear are what will transportation look like? Um, giving parents the understanding that they can have their students get to school and there's like local bus stops, things like that are really important. Um, lunch programs, will they have to pay? Knowing that they have the free lunches always seems to assure parents um, and your school is really close to another school. I think it's like it's two or three blocks away. Do you get a fair number of families that come in and say, is this my neighborhood school or, or, or are they pretty certain when they come in? Oh, yes. Um, we're close to Beresford and we'll trade off. Um, but there are a lot of people in that local neighborhood that are like, oh, well, my older son went here or my kid went here and they want certain teachers And so you hear things like that, but we're um, always in contact with our neighboring schools just to make sure that we're doing what best fits the families and also follows our enrollment guidelines. Yeah. And are you, you know, as as terms of how long you've been in the district, Meadow Heights is not the only school you've ever worked at. No. Yeah. Where else have you been? Um, I've worked in different departments, but I've worked at a lot of schools. Um, Okay. Well, this is the podcast where you tell us the names of all these schools. Okay. Um, (laughs) We're going to put you to the test, see if you can even remember. George Hall. Okay. Brewer Island. Whoa. North Shore View. Hey, you're hitting all the, you've got a magnet school. You've got a Foster City School. Audubon. Yes. Okay. You really have Metal Heights. You really have Yeah. So, you know, so you see... The different communities we serve. You've been at a magnet school. You've been at a Title I school. Now that you're at Meadow Heights and you're doing this very almost like daily work with, I'm imagining some families you communicate with every, if not every day, almost every day. Yes. And then when you welcome in a new family, what is it that you want to do to make that family feel that they're a part of Meadow Heights? How do you, how do you create that connection with families? Um, Just being warm with them, letting them know that we're always here. Um, I'm reachable. If 
by phone, email, whatever questions they have, guiding them to things that they need to know about, keeping things on their radar that they're focused on, and really just essentially showing up with a smile, letting them know, especially with little ones, the TKs and the kinders, parents are always so worried. It's a big campus. Is my kid okay? And just making sure I know the student's name, making lots of eye contact. So like if a parent walks in and I know their child's name, they're like, okay, you know my child. Yeah. So I think that's super important. And I'm sure they want to meet their principal sometimes too, or at least get to know who else. Yeah. Yeah. And, And when that comes about, how do you get them time with the principal or what, what might a principal say, Hey, this is how we make some time for new families. Um, I know my principal is very focused on making sure that we're connected to our community and she likes to engage with our parents and just being out in the mornings greeting. She's on our playgrounds. Um, so she, a lot of it is her actually just being out there with Just being families. out there. Yeah. When the bus comes, she greets them on the bus and things yeah. like that, just so that they're accessible. Yeah. And Meadow Heights is one of our schools, Stephanie, that um, it's a K-5 school. Um, and so, you know, they're up in the 300 kids or so, and it changes year to year. But we have some schools where that might not really be the best strategy. You know, I'm thinking of a school like Burrell, where there's close to a thousand kids. It might be kind of hard for the principal, (laughs) even if they stood out there all day long, they might not have the ability to really meet with these families. What do you see, Stephanie, in these bigger schools? Well, you know, Robin just shared with us sort of how almost person to person it is at a at an elementary school. What do you see some of our middle schools doing to create these opportunities to connect with families? Um, the middle schools, you know, the uh, a student at a middle school will have, you know, six to seven teachers in a day. And you taught at middle school, right? I did, Abbott Middle School Abbott for middle 11 school. years. Only Abbott. Only Abbott, Okay, yes. so you're kind of the opposite of Robin. <laughs> <laughs> she was here, there, Audubon. I started very, uh, right yeah. out of kindergarten teaching. So, um, <laughs> um, you know, at, at middle school, you know, students have many, um, many opportunities to interact with adults. So they'll have six or seven teachers a day and there's, um, you know, the counseling team and there are coaches and there are, um, clubs and activities that when you think of transitioning from elementary to middle school, you know, it's kind of the, the scaling up of, of those opportunities, programs, um, that, that students, um, can access and be able to connect and find that, you know, maybe opportunity that trusted adult and families, um, you know, are welcome. And they to might reach even do, out. they might even do like a preview night or a, you know, come get to know our staff, come meet the principal night before the whole school year starts, right? We do have those opportunities, um, both for the uh, kindergarten and TKers at elementary school and um, the middle schools will be hosting uh, parent information meetings for um, their rising and incoming uh, sixth graders for next nice. year. So if I'm a fifth grade, a parent of a fifth grader, I'll get some kind of email that tells me, hey, your yes. child is set up to go to this next school from there, I could potentially ask to attend a different school for a variety of reasons, Might maybe a magnet program, something like that. Mm-hmm. What are those timelines like this upcoming year? When will parents get that notification and when should they think about applying if they wanted to transfer from within the district? Certainly. Um, so for um, any student who is interested in requesting a transfer, I'll start um, start with that piece. Um, 
Monday, November 27 is the day that the transfer request form um, becomes available. That's in a few weeks. Three, yes. Yeah. We are, and we're, uh, we're actually opening a little earlier this year as well. So, um, uh, so we can have families, um, they can request their transfers. Um, and then we have our magnet programs um, that are available uh, for families, Montessori, and then the language um, programs, um, Mandarin and uh, Spanish immersion. And if I recall from last year, those yes. programs are doing real well. A lot of families are applying and getting in and, you know, the, the applications have been robust. Robust, full. Um, we have we have been able to um, really put in um, some, some, some Make substantial. Make an impact. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And there's been like a new party every year in December. They call it the Fiesta. Fiesta de Opciones. The Options Party. Mm-hmm. Tell me about that. Mm-hmm. Um, so we started this a couple of years ago. Yeah. Um, and, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, it's it was a great shift um, in the way the district approaches um, interacting with the community and having the community have an opportunity to meet with our uh, magnet schools and also have opportunities to have one-on-one time with enrollment department staff if they want to complete a new student registration form on the spot or yeah. also request a transfer on the spot. And we basically throw a big party. Uh, there will be food, there yeah. will be entertainment, um, yeah. and it's a really... All the magnet schools show up with Magnet tables. schools are there. We'll also have preschool and our before and after school um, annex program will be there. Oh, see, that's what I love to hear. It's sort of like... A one-stop shop where everything will be there so these families can really understand all the opportunities available to them. That's exactly right. And they they can interact with, you know, whomever they'd like and and we will answer all their questions. Yeah, Robin, you're over there. You've got families that come (laughs) in and they want to know more. What... um, What do you think about that? Having a big party, bringing the families in, giving them all this information. What do you take away from that? Oh, I think it's an amazing opportunity because it allows the students and the families to really be connected to our district yeah, and they can have cousins and family members that have students that go to different schools. And actually your school is one of our schools where a good portion of the kids live right around the school, but another big portion of the kids don't, they live in North central San Mateo. Correct. So sometimes it's about making sure every family has that same ability to choose to send their child to a Mandarin immersion program or to choose to send their child to a Montessori program. And I don't know if you all have seen the data statewide, but it's very unusual for one district to have two Montessori K-8 schools. That's It's unheard of. Mm-hmm. I cannot think of another um, school district in California that's doing that. So it's it's powerful. And, and so if I live in the North Central neighborhood and I have a four-year-old, and I'm assigned to Meadow Heights, I might think, you know what, that's amazing. I love Meadow Heights. My cousins and friends have gone there and my neighbors. But I also might say I'm interested to know more about what this whole Montessori program can offer my child. And the Fiesta, it accomplished that, doesn't it, Stephanie? Absolutely. Last year we had um, 350 attendees. that's awesome. And, um, you know, when many of them take the um, opportunity to visit with all four schools and learn about those programs, ask the questions that they've had. Some of the uh, attendees uh, even had children that were going to be three years of age, but they're already thinking and planning ahead. (laughs) I heard there was a person that showed up saying, I have a one year old. Yes. I have a one year old. I want to know what's going to be here in four years. That's That's right. That's the, that's what I was referring to in terms of that, 
that parent energy of saying, I want to know more, I want to mm-hmm. get involved more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think even at events like that, we make sure we have as many languages represented as well mm-hmm. on, so that parents who show up, they can learn about the school, but they can actually apply there on the spot. Yes, yes, yes. Um, last year we took... Uh, 40 or 50 or yeah, so 50 um, on transfer the on, on the spot. And some yeah. families came and they wanted to just talk with the schools and then think about it and yeah. afterwards go ahead and maybe put in that transfer request. Yeah. So, so we'll have this big party that's in a few weeks. Mm-hmm. We open the window. What? How else will we communicate with families? Will they get something, you know, a district-wide email? Will it be on our website? Talk a little bit that's about... Right sort of the different ways we're going to communicate with families. Absolutely. The information is currently posted on our district website under the Enroll tab. Nice. Um, And we love putting it out there ahead of time before we open um, the registration form so that families have time to review that information and prepare. And we also appreciate, I'm going to put a plug, um, families for word of mouth and, Mm -hmm. and checking in with your neighbors who might have a similar age child. People like Robin who speak to 500 families (laughs) every week. They could be a big help, right? Uh, Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so we really appreciate that. Um, and uh, we also have flyers out in the community, out at our libraries and rec centers and at, um, you know, certain key um, kind of highly populate, uh, highly trafficked areas like yeah. markets and things. You know, we have flyers out to promote. Um, we do. Um, part we also, of it is the web based. Part of it's the in-person. Yes, we, we, yeah. we utilize as much as we can um, because we know families access information in a multitude of ways. So yeah. we'll have a paper flyer and we'll do yeah. this podcast. And, and we actually do that, too, here at the district office. Diego Perez and I, we, you know, work together to try to orchestrate as many different ways of communicating mm-hmm. with families. But we don't do any of it just sort of um, in the dark. We then sit back and we analyze and we check to see what happens our enrollment podcasts are one of the most downloaded podcasts we do every year. When we make the enrollment page updated, it will immediately have a huge burst in terms of parents going on the website. So we're always looking for impact, not just access. It's one thing to say, hey, come find out this information. But if you sit back and nobody clicked on it, <laughs> then you're sort of disappointed that this resource was there and people didn't take advantage of it. And 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 then this podcast becomes part of that story. Yes. We'll be tonight, we'll be at one of our schools doing a, a workshop with parents. We'll talk about this podcast. We'll give out the paperwork for registration to everybody that shows up. Tomorrow, we'll be at one of our schools having lunch with our teachers. One of those papers will be in everyone's hand by the time they leave. So it's just a part of this way of layering communications and you know, Robin coming in and, and giving us this real site perspective, it shows how as a team with each person connecting with families where they come in, in your case, it's really that very first time they ever come in. And then Stephanie, you know, you're you're further away. You don't really get that face-to-face time with parents that Robin gets on a day-to-day basis. But both ends are really important. Yeah, and then if we do it right, we start to check our we check our own data and enrollment as well. That's why I mentioned how robust our magnet schools are because we're seeing those applications come in, and then we go back to our school sites and say, "What do you need from us?" So, when parents come in and want information about 
enrollment at Meadow Heights. What do you want to hear from those parents? What do you need from us at the district office? Um, I'm always in contact with emailing <laughs> Stephanie Gibson or yeah. anybody else in the enrollment department. Support, basically. Yes, because it's so helpful um, making sure that our students' needs are met. Yep. Um, if there is something in regards to families having other students and different schools, just making sure that families can do things in a way that's efficient yeah. for the students. And yeah. that's when we work with the enrollment department. And sometimes we're even like, let me keep this kid. Give me this kid. <laughs> Give me this family. Um, and, you know, we try our best. Yeah. To, to accommodate whatever yeah. is best for the family, ultimately. Always. Yeah. Yeah. So what one thing we'll do on our way out here is I, I actually just want to hear from from you, Robin, just you've been at Meadow Heights now. Is it two years? One year? How long have you one been? One year. One year. One year. Like one year and how many months? When did you start? July. Yeah. yeah so I just, would say about a year and four months. A year. So a year and change. Yeah. What's something that you just say? I love this about Meadow Heights because you've been at different schools. Every school is yeah. different. What What is it about Meadow Heights that you say? I absolutely love this about Meadow Heights. Um, we're really involved with our parents in our communities. And I really like it. Um, we'll have families that have like a two-year-old and they're like, they're coming, like get ready. And so we're just always keeping that in the back of our mind. I'll be like, I should be getting some paperwork from you because <laughs> it looks like you have a kinder. You get and to see them like, grow up, right? Yes. And just getting to see that in the community. I had some kids visit from Abbott yesterday. and But your your former kids, basically. Yeah. And it's really different to see them mature. We, we miss you. Oh yeah. They come <laughs> in. It's like three 30. They walk in the office like they own the office and it's so nice because they're so confident and let's they're doing so great. Let's put them to work. Let's, their let's, names. let's get a program for them. I, I used to do, names. Hey, I, I used to be a school principal. Anytime one of my former students came back and said, Oh, it's so lovely to see. You. Uh, so tell me, what are you doing every day, every day from three to three forty-five? I, I got some kids you can work with. All right, we'll get started. That's our next podcast is putting these teenagers to work when they come back to their program at Mental Heights. 